sound a little on edge right now for this episode because we've been uh diddling our knobs uh for the past <laughs> wow what two and a half hours yes tech diffs serious uh, tech diffs uh the last two we recorded it wasn't uh, the best sound quality and we've been trying to fix it and we hope this works but we're not confident uh this is explain of thrones i am shane I have seen Game of Thrones, and my friend here as well, Rodney. Hi, Rod Pod Squad. Yes, we are all kind of on edge, tired from uh, coming in super early to record this, and almost felt like wasting our time. <laughs> That's okay. Pretty much. But at least we're back to the Game of Thrones. Um, it's a new year. We're just powering through right now. Yeah. And then we're going to explain all this Game of Thrones, explain the Thrones to Matt. <clears throat> I hope every character dies in this episode, and we're done. And this is the end. This is the end. This is it. <clears throat> that's all I am wishing for. Well, that's it moment. for Game of Thrones, right? I don't even fucking care at this point. <laughs> I hope every character in this show, The Wire, and The Sopranos, and all the Marvel characters die in this one episode of Game of Thrones, and then we can just be done. Nice. I, this is so frustrating. Hey, Loop Troop. Uh, that was just me getting some um, frus- frustration. Frustration. Tech out. dips out of your system. Yeah. Right? Um, some serious technical difficulties. Uh, and um, hopefully. By some miracle, this episode sounds really good. That'd be great. Um, that'd be random. If, you know, we just post it and it sounds great. Um, hope that happens. We got an email. Oh, okay. So last week, we went over our top 10 movies and TV shows of the decade. That was that. Fun. That was the Auteens, 2010 to 2019. That got cut out. Remember? It did. Because that was our first take. Yeah, that was our and first take. We had to redo it. Yeah. We didn't make it. So. Yeah. Um, I'm glad you said that. And uh, yeah, we had a sound issue last week. We thought it was fixed. And it turns out we had a much more serious sound <laughs> issue. <laughs> um, so I would like to take this time to read this email. Um, somehow it went to the promotions box. Oh, that's driven. Yeah, it went into promotions instead of um, inbox. And now it's gone. What the fuck is happening today? <laughs> no. No. Are you in your email or in the. I'm in the fucking. <laughs> out of the loop email. Do you have it on yours? Me? No. I'm going to lose my. Fucking mind. I don't even have access. Yeah, I'm either. going to lose my fucking <laughs> mind. Well, whoever emailed, I'm sure it was good. It was Patrick. All right, I see it. I found it. I don't know how it moved. Everything is awful. I'm gonna go ten to one. Movies, right? Yes, he, he sent us top uh, his top movies. ten movies of of the decade. His top ten. Coming in at number ten, I really like this movie, Pacific Rim. 
No. Yeah, I love it. It's really, it's really good. That's the battle mix. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, suck them. Number nine, Deadpool. That was good. That was good. I saw it. It was fine. Number eight, Guardians of the Galaxy. I think that was number eight on my list. Wow. Number seven, The Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. That's a good movie. Number six, The Nice Guys. Very underrated movie. You You just watched that last night, yeah. Oh, really? It was good. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Number five, Captain America Winter Soldier. Yes. That's very good. Yeah, it's very, very good. Number four, John Wick. Yep, 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 yep. I believe that was Rodney's number two. Correct. Number three, Mad Max Fury Road. That's my number one. Number two. That's not the time. <laughs> number two, Inception. That is really good. I didn't even think about that movie. That was Great. 2010, though. It was That was an yes. honorable mention for you, right? Summer yes. of 2010. And number one, the movie that Rodney has called the best Star Wars movie, Rogue One. Nice. It, yeah. Well, they're the newest I think Star I'm like Wars. top five for me, right? Yeah. Rogue One is great. Good. All right. Thank you, Patrick. Um, anybody else that uh, listened to that episode? I know, you know, we're just getting through the, the holidays and whatnot. People are starting to get back to normal. Anybody else that would like to send us your top 10 TV shows and or movies of the decade or just a personal top yeah, 10 list, like, like, what, like what we did uh, on last week's show, um, please do so. We love hearing from you guys. And um, I can get out of my bad mood now. We can go back to the show. All right, recap. Last time we talked about Thrones, it was 505 Kill the Boys. What did that mean? I don't know. I couldn't fucking hear the episode when I tried to listen. Remember, <laughs> <laughs> um, John is uh, being a little bitch. Mace Ram says, nut up, homie. Oh, yeah. That's right. Kill the boy, let the man live. Kill the boy, let the man live. Uh, Brienne and Podrick, they are close to Winterfell, and what is Brienne's intention? Getting Sansa. And members the servant woman, remember there's friends in the town still, and says, if you ever need help, light the broken candle in the broken oh, tower yeah, yeah. that the broken boy fell from. Yes. And I will come get you. And <laughs> not say all that broken stuff. Um, good news from Ramsey and his wife, remember? Ramsey and his wife. Ramsey. Sorry. Bruce and, Bruce his and his wife. Yeah. Uh, Walda has been found and is pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ramsey's just being a jerk. Remember, he makes sure he apologize to Sansa. Yeah. And his dad reassures him that everything's cool. You're, you're my son, blah, blah, blah. But nobody buys that. Yeah. Uh, what's John going to do with the wildlings? They're going to go. Somewhere. Hard home. Hard home. With Tormund. With Tormund. To get the, to wild get the wildlings. Uh, Stannis is going to leave. Stannis is leaving. They're taking the queen. Taking the, daughter the queen with. daughter with him. In Marine. Marine. <laughs> uh, so two, remember, two were injured. One lived, one died. Uh, yes. Um, Grey Worm is alive. Grey Worm lived. Uh, Bannister, Selmy, 
Is that Bruce Bannister Selmy's daughter? <clears throat> yes. Long live Bruce Bannister Selmy. Uh, she rounds up all the leaders of the great houses. She burns one alive. Mm-hmm. Threatens them. Mm-hmm. And she says she's going to marry somebody, right? She's going to marry his daughter. Oh, she's that's right. Daughter, she is her daughter. She is her daughter. Uh, Valeria, remember? Jora has Tyrion taking him back to Daenerys. Oh, he's a, he's a stoneman. Correct. He's becoming, He's becoming a stoneman. Yeah. Uh, what did they see before that they got attacked? Uh, dragon. Hang yes. ten, dude. Yeah. Shakabra. He saw the <laughs> <a> dragon. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is, me and Shane did the same story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So now we go to 506, unbent. Sorry, unbowed, 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 <laughs> unbowed, unbent, and unbroken. Question: What are you guys watching lately? I watched uh, Captain Marvel. You like it? It was really good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, I finished The Mandalorian. I really liked it. I liked it. Um, I've only seen the first three episodes. Oh, finish it. Three or four. I have an issue with the casting on a lot of the characters. Okay. Gina Carano? Nah. Gina Carano's in it? Yeah. Oh, I think I'm going to watch it. Bill Burr? Bill Burr's in it? Is in it? I like his character, though. It was cool. Yeah. He's uh, a funny comedian, but... He shouldn't be in that. No. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I think she was looking for more jokes and everything. They were just going for, like... Mm. People that you recognize, and then uh, that old guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy. I've never seen that show. Kind of short, squat, bearded guy. Never seen. Oh, him. he was fine, but I've seen that show. Uh, what? Matt? What? What are you watching? Oh, like every Pixar movie. I think. Yeah, I think I've watched every Pixar movie on um, Plus. on Disney Plus yeah. now, except for the the Good Dinosaur because I didn't like it the first time I saw it. Um, and none of the Cars sequels. I think oh. other than that, I finished Jinx. On HBO. <clears throat> Shocking, isn't it? Yeah, right. The last two episodes really brings it all together. Yeah, very good. Yeah, I have a few weeks before I start school again, so I'm going to try to fit some some stuff. In. I want to start Atlanta and Fleabag. And uh, you could do Fleabag because I think they're only like twenty two minute. Uh, Episode. Oh okay. Yeah. All right. And it's like a it's like ten episode seasons, right? Yeah. Okay. That's yeah, pretty short. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're okay. short. Have you guys looked up Nathan for you yet? Not yet. No. It's on Hulu. Okay. Okay. Nathan for you. Give it a chance. I'm. I promise you that you will be thanking me after you watch it. Okay. It's genuinely, it's real and it's hilarious. All right, I'll try. I also want to watch uh, Witcher, Witcher, right? Yeah. No. Nah. Okay. It just doesn't. uh, It's it's another like like Thrones thing to me, where like I look at it, I look at the trailer, and it's like that's just not for me, and that's fine. They play basketball. Okay. What? Yeah, they have basketball teams. They have basketball teams (laughs) in The Witcher. (laughs) That's how good he's the Witcher. He's the uh, point guard. 
They call him the Witcher. <laughs> That's like his <laughs> and one nickname. <laughs> yeah. The Witcher! <laughs> Professor to the Witcher! The Witcher! <laughs> Casting spells! <laughs> um, okay, you guys. I had a, uh, what's it called? Epiphany. Thank you. Oh, wow, he knew right away. I was like, breakfast burrito. I had one of those. <laughs> I had one of those, too. Um, I think I know why I don't want to watch The Boys. Why? And I think I know why I don't want to watch Watchmen on uh, HBO, even though I've heard nothing but good things. I think I'm over superheroes. And not in a way of like, I don't like it. I think I feel like I've seen the like the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. Like So that means you're not gonna watch any Marvel movies anymore? I don't know. I, I don't like trailers have come out and stuff and like they've announced all this stuff, but I don't care at all. I feel like I have I still haven't seen Spider Man Far From Home, which was right after Endgame. Um and I haven't really had like the desire to. I feel like I saw Endgame and I was like, okay, that's it. I've seen, I've seen the 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 best and or like the most like grandiose that this whole thing can be, and now I don't really need anything else. I'm good. Is that wrong and or weird? No. 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 Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to make sure. I don't believe you. But I haven't seen Joker. I haven't had any I any any Joker desire to see it. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. I just haven't I haven't wanted to see anything since I saw Endgame, and I just like when I see trailers and stuff. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. Maybe yeah. maybe it's a temporary thing. Probably because this. Well, well, what? I haven't seen. I saw the new trailers for um, Black Widow and yeah. Well, and me like, too. To me, because it seems like they're done prior to Endgame, so I'm like. I don't yeah. care. I want to know what's happening after Endgame. And then there's like the Disney Plus series of uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon and stuff. And is that out already? No, it's oh, yeah. it's. But like, I think a trailer was released, and I was just like, ah. oh, I haven't seen that. Yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. No, I think I think it's more circumstantial. You know what I mean? You work, your family is growing. You're going to school. Mm-hmm. You know that's a good point. You have to be even more selective with what you watch. That's a really good point. Because that's what happened to me. I just yeah certain things I, I just care about fell out because you didn't have the time. Okay. All right. So, cool. I don't think it's superhero necessarily. Okay. I just yeah like the um the boys popped up in some Amazon Prime trailer thing, and I was like, why don't I want to watch that? And then I've heard all great things about Watchmen and like normal like that stuff would normally be right up my alley as of like i don't know like even a year ago and now i'm just like meh i can skip it i feel like i can, I can skip all of it it's weird okay sorry life's weird man. wanted to it is it's very weird, Life's weird. <sighs> all right so let's get into this new episode here um so we start what off do you guys think happens when we die <laughs> i'm just kidding Nothing. go ahead oh man <laughs> Let's go into that. Zero. <laughs> we'll start in Bravos. You turn into dust. Bravos. So in Bravos, we are inside the house of black and white. 
Arya is continuing her dirty, dear, dirty, her duties. Dirty. Her dirty. <laughs> She's cleaning um, the dead bodies that are brought in. She washes the hair, uh, clips the nails, etc. All that stuff. The clean bodies are then taken away um, through a door. And she's done this a couple times, and then finally the door is left open. And she goes towards the door to look, and then the girl that hates her, uh, remember prior episode she's had this little mm-hmm. problem with, she slams the door right in front of her face. Arya asks, um, she wants to know when they're going to play the game of faces. She says, and the girl goes, I'm a girl from Westeros, daughter of a lord. She was an only child. Her mother died. Her father remarried, and they had a daughter. The new wife tried to have her killed, but she found out. Sought help from the faceless men, and her father was widowed again. She's been served, serving them ever since. And then she asked Arya, was that the truth, or was it a lie? Do you believe every word I said? Get back to work. So she's trying to, like, this is how the game of faces works. Um, so then we cut, we're still in the house of Black Boy, but Arya's sleeping, so it's nighttime now. Jockin walks in, he wakes her up, and he asks, who are you? And Arya replies, I'm Arya. And where do you come from? She tells him that she is from Westeros, daughter of a great lord. Um, he died in battle. Jockin whips her and says, a lie. Um, then Arya continues, um, she continues, after he was executed, I fled the capital, had to kill a stable boy, drove a sword through his back. She gets whipped again. He says, a lie. I stabbed him in the gut. I tried to find my brother, uh, my mother, but I never did. They were murdered by Walter Frey, an outlaw kidnapped me, a man named Polliver, whipped um, a man named Sander uh, Clegane. He tried to sell me, but he he was wounded in a fight. He uh, He begged me to kill him, but I left him in the mountains to die. I wanted him to suffer. I hated him. He whips her again. Um, I hate him. Whips her again. She said, that's not a lie. Jacken says, a girl lies to me, to the many-faced God. To her, to herself, does she truly want to be no one? And he whips her. Arya's like, I'm not playing this stupid game anymore. Jacken says, we never stop playing this game. And then goes to the Valyrian Peninsula. So in the Valerian, the Jairian Peninsula. Peninsula? Peninsula. I thought you were joking. I thought you were joking until you're like, Peninsula. In the Valerian Peninsula, um, Jorah is looking at his uh, Greystale that's growing on his arm. Um, They haven't come to the fishing village they hope to. Um, Tyrion tells Jorah, how he got there in the crate, uh, how he killed his father, and how he's going to be executed for a crime he didn't commit. Um, and you know, he justifies it. He said, he was fucking the woman I love. Tyrion, kill me before I'm turning into a serpent. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, can't fucking do that, man. Come on. Be serious, man. Walk. <laughs> Keep going. Uh, he also tells him... <laughs> Uh, how you met his father at the wall, Jorah's father, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and okay. he says, the world will never see his like again. And Jorah didn't know he was dead. Oh, so Tyrion says, sad. I'm sorry that I have to tell you, but there was a mutiny and he was murdered by his own men. And we go back to Bravo. Crows got him, Jorah. 
Fucking crows got your dad. <laughs> Father. <laughs> not, not my dad. Oh no. I bet he wasn't a stoneman. He would have had better protection if he, if he had been a stoneman. <laughs> Much like myself. <laughs> Alright, so back in Bravos, we're inside the house of black and white again. There's a man who brings in a child and leaves her by the water in the main room. He walks up to Arya, Valar Morales. She says, Valar do Harris. Uh, he tells her that he has nowhere else to go. He's taken her, taken her to every healer in Bravos. He spent every penny he had. She suffers every day. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Every day, and he just wants it to end. Arya has a very unsure look on her face. She looks around, but no one else is there. She gets up, walks to the girl. The girl tells her it hurts. Arya says she knows and has, and not to be afraid. I used to be just like you. I was sick. I was dying. But my father never gave up on me. He loved me more than anything in the world, just like your father does. So he brought you here uh, to me. So I'm sorry, he brought me here. Um, my father prayed to the many-faced gods, and I drank the water from this fountain, and it healed me. Arya gets a cup, fills it with the water. I've devoted my life to him now. You don't want to hurt anymore? You drink. She gives the cup to the girl, and the girl drinks. And in the distance, Jack and is watching. And this, this whole thing she's doing. That kills her, right? Yeah, so it cuts to Arya cleaning the little girl's body, and Jack and appears. He has, um, he has her follow her follow him to the room where they take the bodies. They walk down a spiral stair into a large room with very large pillars that go up to the ceiling. And each pillar has many holes. So there's like, God, let's say like the pillars are like a red oak tree, you know, uh -huh. massive. Yeah. And there's a column of, of yeah, you just cut out squares and stuff. Yeah, like recesses in the wall. Yeah. Uh -huh. And the pillars everywhere. Um, and then in each hole, there's a face. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a question. Okay. Do you, have you been following along with our Instagram and Twitter? Yes. Was this spoiled? It's not really a spoiler. But that's the same. Your your face was photoshopped yeah. into okay, so that's I know what exactly what it looks like. Yeah, okay. that's it. It's just so, like one of the season five or season six, like Blu-ray cover. Yes, right? correct. Yeah, so it doesn't really give away anything. It's just, okay, it's it shocked when you first saw it, I guess. Okay. Um, Jack and ask, is a girl ready to give up her ears, her nose, her tongue, to give up her hopes and dreams, loves and hate, love and hate, all the girl, all that makes a girl who she is forever. No, a girl is not ready to become no one, but she's ready to become someone else. Arya walks up to the face of an older woman and examines it. And then like we'll, like touches it? Like like is like holding the face or just, no, just she's looking, looking at it? No, just, okay. Are they masks? Intently. They're like skinned. They like skin their faces right now. I don't know. Huh. And then we go back to the peninsula. That's when uh, I could use a like an episode that was just Game of Faces, where they like gave like the whole story of like how that the That'd cool. shit is possible. Like how they skin it. And yeah. So back to the Valerian Peninsula. The vagina pencils. Yeah, go the ahead. Vagina pencils. Yeah. 
nor in Tyrion or walking. Um, you know, Tyrion asks, why Daenerys? You know, why is she worth all this? Uh, Jory asks if Tyrion believes in anything. Um, and he says, you know, is there anything greater than ourselves? God's destiny, do you believe there's a plan for this world? Uh, Tyrion says, no. Uh, Jorah says, I didn't either. I was a cynic just like you. Uh, then he saw a girl step into a fire with three stone eggs. When the fire burned out, he saw her alive and unhurt, holding her baby dragon. Uh, have you ever heard of baby dragon singing? Tyrion says, no. And then he says, it's hard to be a cynic after that. Uh, Tyrion is still skeptical um, and asks, what happens if she gets the throne? Um, as they are talking, uh, they see a slave ship anchored down in the water down below. Um, you know, Jorah tried, sees it and says, oh, we need to hide, but they're already surrounded. The slavers uh, have them. Uh, they tie them up. They start beating Jorah and discuss what to do with them. Um, they decide, you know, we're going to sell Jorah into labor. He's a big strapping guy. Uh, we're going to kill Tyrion uh, because, you know, he's worthless. He's a little guy. Um, but we're going to keep his cock because a dwarf's cock is good luck. Uh, so I've heard. Tyrion scrambles, um, says, you know, you can't just hand a dried cock to a merchant. He has to know it came from a dwarf. Um, you know, and then. You got, Don't you have a dwarf's cock keychain, Rodney? I think so, yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, how can you know unless he sees the dwarf? Uh, well, I Jor guess that's where all my love came from. <laughs> Probably. Jorah says uh, Daenerys outlawed slavery, and then the slavers are talking about how she reopened the fighting pits. Uh, Tyrion then goes on about how great a fighter Jorah is, uh, and how valuable he could be to the slavers to sell as a fighter. Uh, go to King's Landing. All right, so in King's Landing, Littlefinger is, has returned, and he noticed that the sparrows are running the place kind of. Oh. Um, Lancel approaches Littlefinger. Uh, Lancel tells Littlefinger how King's Landing has changed since he left. Lancel warns Littlefinger to uh, step carefully. There's li very little tolerance for flesh peddlers in this new King's Landing. Uh, Littlefinger replies, we both peddle fantasies, uh, Brother Lancel. Mine was just entertaining. Uh, Littlefinger then is sh uh, shown talking to Cersei. Uh, he questions her strategy to have Loras arrested by the resurrected Faith Militant. She asks, uh, Cersei asks, if war comes to Westeros, will the Knights of the Vale come fight for the king? Littlefinger says, Robin will listen to him. He will always counsel loyalty to the throne. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry, Littlefinger tells Cersei that he found Sansa alive and she's back in Winterfell. He tells uh, the plan that he heard that Roos wanted to marry her to his son, a bastard recently legitimized. He warns that the marrying of Roos's son to Sansa will give him more uh, legitimacy uh, than any alliance with a hatred for southern homes. Cersei is furious. She says she will have Roos and Ramsay played. Littlefinger counsels patience. Let Stannis and the Bolton fight it out at Winterfell, then fight whoever survives. Um, he says he can use the Knights of the Vale to attack. If he wins, he wants to be named Warden of the North. He agrees to talk to the king. Uh, she, Cersei Van, agrees to talk to the king about it. I would argue that Littlefinger might be the most well-written character in this show. Yeah, like when we go to cons when this was out, 
a lot of people cosplayed at him as him. Well, that's fucking was, stupid. But... No, no, no. <laughs> because he is a very clever. Well, yeah, but if you're gonna dress up as something, dress up as like as like a like a White Walker, like do something cool. Like don't, you know, why is that cool? Because you because it looks, looks cooler. Cool. Yeah, so they that's the like point Puma of cosplaying. Face. Yeah, that looks cool. <laughs> Puma face. <laughs> no, but I like that you can't tell if he's a good guy or a bad guy. Right. He's playing both sides at all times. He's playing an actual game with everyone. Long game. Yeah. I, I like that you can tell from season one to now that you don't know he's constantly misdirecting like which side he's playing for. Correct. Other than he's like super horny and, and wants to nail somebody with the last name sorry. Right. Yeah. That's been the only consistency. Okay. So then we go to Dorne. So in Dorne, uh, Prince Tristane uh, is walking with Marcella and he says, I'm going to ask Prince Doran let me marry you. It's been long enough. You be married. Uh, Doran is watching from above, like always, uh, in his wheelchair, uh, creepily. And his head guard, Ario Hota, is there as well. Uh, Ron and Jamie uh, are riding towards the water gardens, right? They're dressed up as uh, Dornish soldiers. And they mm-hmm. killed a bunch and took their, took their horses and stuff. Okay. Um, they enter the city. So inside the city, Ilaria uh, is talking with the Sand Snakes, unbound, unbowed, I can't see it, unbowed, unbent, unbroken for Oberon. Uh, and then they disperse with their masks up, ready to go. Uh, Jamie and Bron approach uh, Marcella and Tristane. Uh, Tristane sees the blood on their clothes and you know, knows that something's weird. weird. Uh, Bron is knocked out. Uh, Jamie goes to grab Marcella when the sand, sand snakes attack. Uh, they fight when the sand snakes takes Marcella, um, but then they are all surrounded by Ariohota and his men. Uh, he puts his spear axe to Jamie's throat and he says, When you were whole, it would have been a good fight. Jamie drops his sword and they're all arrested, including Ilaria Sound. Go back to So. Jamie, Braun, and all of these sand snakes got arrested? Yes. Okay. And Oberon's lover, Alaria. Okay. She's not a sand snake. She's a mother of... She's the mother of the sand a snakes. A couple of the sand snakes. Okay. At least one. <clears throat> right, yeah. And the sand snakes are basically his... Bastard. Bastard daughters. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so in King's Landing, Olena is showed approaching towards the city in her carriage. The older lady. Um, she's walking with Marjorie, and she says, "Rumors and gossips. That's all they've got. It's theater, nothing more. If they arrested, if they arrested all the pillow biters in King's Landing, there'd be no room left in the dungeons for no one else." Yikes! They discuss how everyone knew about Renly and Loras, but they didn't care because Renly was the king's brother. Elena says Loras is the queen's brother, and that and that this is unacceptable. They also discuss how Cersei is responsible. Olena is sitting with Cersei, and Cersei is writing on a parchment, making Olena wait. Oh shit! Olena's gonna tell Cersei that she was the one behind Joffrey's death. Uh, nope. Olena calls All out right. Cersei <laughs> for being responsible for Loras' arrest. He is confronting her. Uh, Cersei says her hands are tied. It's the religion fanat- religious fanatics that are responsible. Olena reminds Cersei about all of the gold and wheat that her house provided the city. 
Cersei says the Lannister-Tyrell alliance brought peace to a war-torn country. Do you really want to see war again? Olena says she didn't trust Tywin, but she respected him. He understood that sometimes you must work with your rival, rivals rather than destroy them. Cersei points out House Lannister has no rival. Cersei says that the High Septum has called for an inquest, not a trial. Loras should be free once the allegations against him are found to be false. Cersei dismisses, dismisses Olena. <clears throat> so then we cut to the High Sparrow questioning Loras with Cersei, Tommen, Marjorie, and Olena watching about um, about his religion with his relationship with them. You know what I would have done? What's that? I would have had Olena confront Cersei and say, tell you what, if you release Loras, I can give you Joffrey's killer. And Cersei's like, my brother's the one that killed him. He's like, no, it wasn't. I know who it was. I just didn't want to give this person up in the moment. And then she says that it was Peter Baelish. Ooh, that'd be cool. And then Cersei has Littlefinger killed. And then Game of Thrones is over. And then Game of Thrones is over. <laughs> uh, so he questions about her relationship he, uh, Loras had with Raymond. Loras admits that he was wrong to support Remy's claim. The High Sparrow asks if uh, Loras denies all charges brought against him. Fornication, buggery, blasphemy. Buggery? Buggery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being a bugger. Bye, buggery. <laughs> and uh, Laura says, of course I deny them. The high, high Sparrows ask, you never lay with Renly Baratheon. He says, never, nor any other man. Never. Uh, sorry. High Sparrow, you never lay with Renly Baratheon. Laura says, no, never, nor any other man. And then, never. Um, the High Sparrow calls Marjorie to the stand. He says, she says all the charges against Loras are a lie. She swears it. The High Spar Sparrow then brings in Olivar. He asks if Olivar knows Loras. Olivar tells um, of how they engage in intimate relations. Loras calls him a liar. Uh, Olivar also tells of how Marjorie walked in on them once and how she didn't seem surprised. Cersei defended Loras. Uh, why should they believe this man over Loras? Olivar then tells Loras um, has a birthmark high on his thigh, wine-colored, and roughly the same shape as the one. Loras is enraged, goes to attack Oliver, and tries to attack him, but is held back. The High Sparrow says, uh, the Faith has enough evidence to do to have a formal trial, for Sir, uh, Sir Loras and Queen Marjorie. Now they're both in trouble. Because she lied? Correct. Uh, bearing and this was Cersei's plan all along. Um, to get Loras, I believe, but I think this is just an extra Getting plan. Loras to get at Marjorie, and then it's just sort of worked out. That she's in trouble. This way. Yeah. Um, uh, bearing false witnesses before the gods is a great is as grave a sin as Marjorie and Loras are arrested. Olena, Olena looks over at Cersei, who gives her a sly look back. And then we go to Winterfell. So in Winterfell, uh, Cersei, Sansa, is in her room, and uh, Miranda knocks. Uh, not Tansy, but Miranda. Remember? <laughs> uh, she was sent by Ramsay to draw her a bath. Um, you, know, you want to be clean and fresh for your new husband, don't you? Uh, she's helping her babe, 
And uh, Miranda tells Sansa that she is beautiful, um, but she needs to know how to keep Ramsay happy. Uh, you don't want to end up like the others. Uh, Miranda goes on about the other girls, rumors she's heard of, and how he grew bored of them all. Uh, she finished with how they hunted Tansy down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Killed that bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, she also confirmed it was their wedding day. So, I don't know, man. Sansa asks, uh, how long have you loved him, Miranda? Uh, Sansa asks, so then this other bitch walks in. <laughs> Sansa asks, how long have you loved him, Miranda? Uh, you imagine that he would be with you forever? Is that it? Is that how she said it? Or was she like, bitch, how long did you love him? And I came along, bitch, and ruined it? <laughs> I'm fucking Sansa Stark and fucking Winterfell. This is my goddamn house, and you cannot frighten me, bitch. Uh, Miranda storms out. Uh, we cut to a later scene. Sansa's wearing a white dress. She looks very nice. Uh, Rick arrives. He's actually pretty, uh, pretty nice looking. And he escorts her to the Godswood. Uh, oh, is this the wedding? Yeah. Oh. She will, this is the white wedding. Uh, it's in the snow. Uh, she will not take his arm. She is disgusted with him, obviously. Um, she doesn't care. What Ramsey does to him. Uh, lanterns are aligned uh, all the way up to the Godswood and around the Heart Tree. Uh, Reek gives her away to Ramsey. Um, he gives a very nice speech. Uh, when asked who gives her away, Reek says, Theon of House Greyjoy, who was her father's ward. Uh, Sansa goes along with it, marries Ramsey. Um, back in Ramsey's bedchamber, um, it's also very nice, a bunch of candles are lit. Um, he asks, are you pleased, my lady? She nods. Uh, he says, good. I want you to be happy. My father said you're still a virgin. He says, yes. Uh, he asks, why? Why are you still a virgin? Afraid of Dolores? Um, and she says, Lord Tyrion was kind. He was gentle. He never touched me. Um, he says, you're not lying to me. She just says, do you think that? No, my lord. <laughs> uh, and he says, lying to your husband on his wedding night, that would be a bad way to start a marriage. We're man and wife now. We should be honest with each other. Don't you think? She says, yes. Uh, he kisses her, says, good. And he says, take off your clothes. Uh, Sansa looks over. Reek is still in the corner of the room. right? Uh, and then uh, Ramsey goes, oh, no, no, no. You stay here, Reek. You watch. Do I need to ask a second time? Uh, I hate asking a second time. And Sansa starts to slowly take off her gloves when uh, Reek closes the door and turns around to face the corner. Uh, Ramsey says, Reek, I told you to watch. You've known Sansa since she was a girl. Now watch her become a woman. And Ramsey walks up to Sansa, rips the back of her dress, um, and bends her over the bed. Uh, The camera zooms in on Sansa's face as he's ripping more. And then sounds of him undoing his britches. The camera then goes to Reek's face, who's still in the corner watching. And as Ramsey takes Sansa, Sansa cries out. And Reek is just bawling his eyes out as he watches. And that's Ooh. a little Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Uh.
I feel really bad for you for having to read that. I think that was yeah. a fitting ending episode for the day we've had. <laughs> so getting raped by this uh, technical difficulty. Um. So the episode ends with just like a full on rape scene. Basically. Well, like I said, it, it sets it up. He rips her dress. It shows that. It shows him pushing her onto the bed. Zooms in on her face as more sounds happen, and then switches to Reek's face. And yeah, the like, sounds continue, but you don't see it. It's like yeah, almost like every thrust, and then it's like it affects. Yeah, um, I mean, you hear every time it's like, Ugh, Ugh, he's like crying out, crying. and he's just falling yeah, right yeah. It's bad. That's fucking bullshit. It's bad. Um, I don't really have anything to say. <laughs> That's. Yeah. That's shitty. That's a so that's obviously shitty from like a, a plot level, you know. Like that's a terrible thing. I'm sure she's going to have the redemption at some point, where like you know every legitimately awful character in this show eventually gets what's coming to them. Um, so I'm sure he will, but that's just I don't know. Yeah, that's not people don't watch TV for that, right? <laughs> Just to show how much of a villain he really but, is. But how can I say this? Okay. So one time I was watching, I would watch um, Walking Dead with a, it was Walking Dead and Breaking Bad and Dexter for a while with a group of people. And one of the people that showed up one night was not super familiar with Walking Dead. Um, and there was an episode that this specific episode it's the one when like the um, governor and Michelle and Lori has the baby and then oh, Carl okay. has to kill Lori oh, okay. oh that was terrible so that happens and the the person that doesn't watch that show is there to watch the other shows with us was visibly affected by uh-huh. And I was like, this show fucking sucks. This is stupid. Yeah. Like, yeah. I came to find out that that person has something in their past with their mom that triggered something. Yeah. Yeah. So I think having such a such a visually disturbing depiction of rape Mm-hmm. and like knowing how many people have their own story with that I just think that there's certain things I, I get it in the long run like everything's going to be like you know this character is going to this is going to lift the character higher you know and the villain will eventually you know have some awful death I'm sure but still I think that it's almost like a like emotional blackmail for your viewers of like we're gonna make you feel this right now and it'll pay off in the end but you're gonna be like really upset when you see this and for the people that have that thing in their life that like they can look back to and like they're suddenly if you don't want to think about it and you're watching your favorite tv show and then suddenly your your favorite tv show is like hey remember this i just think it's fucked up and wrong and that goes a little too far because the end of the episode is always supposed to be a big thing Mm -hmm. 
like a big like oh you know like this is this huge moment so like when um jamie and cersei had their thing which was probably rape right yeah okay it was thrown into the middle of an episode and it was just kind of like oh there's that and like you can kind of maybe get past it but this was like like the episode built to this point and this is like the big climax and you're supposed to walk away from this episode being like can't wait to see next week when in like everybody would feel like oh god i don't ever want to see this again you know i, I don't know was there outrage over this just hate towards his character but nothing okay. else not, not that i've read i didn't really do much research other than watching the show all right so it's sexual assault for you is that different than like murder <sighs> what about murder of a child right yeah because the red wedding they killed rob's wife who was pregnant and... yeah no that's that's awful too that's awful too i just i guess so when you're murdered you don't get to look back and like you're gone right, right. someone that experienced sexual assault watches this episode and feels you know yeah. that same emotion whereas like it's not like oh i remember when i was murdered <laughs> you know like well, you, you can't have well, that and I, yeah, yeah 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 that that is true but i guess i'm just thinking of it from the standpoint of someone that's been through it and can and is like watching a very um uh, yeah because that sounds that sounds rough that sounds really that's stop <laughs> that sounds like the worst thing since the red wedding and probably the second worst moment in the show really and this doesn't have the, the build-up to it that the red wedding did but like that's terrible well i mean you have to know that once little finger told him that i'm married yeah. to this guy yeah you had to know that you know I mean? something like this was coming yeah. yeah all right all right sorry for getting so serious but like that's just just knowing i was hoping you guys would go and then in marine because i know the the end of the episode is supposed to be like this big moment and knowing that the big moment was a rape is just bums me out right so well that concludes this episode. His death better be worth it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> Please follow us on our Instagram at OOTL Podcast, on Twitter, OOTL Podcast, or email us at OOTLpod at gmail.com. We are continuing on with the next episode of Game of Thrones. What's the title? The Gift. The Gift. Ooh, what do you think is going to happen? Wow, well, fucking no, dude. Gifts are a gift. Uh, hopefully it's somebody's, I don't know, it's like Bran wakes up and it's his birthday or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's all I have today. Brand new year. Glad you guys continue listening on. Um, follow us on all uh, all this stuff. Spotify. At OOTL Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Did you say that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, iHeartRadio. We're on those. I forget what they're called. Sorry. Podcatcher. Podcatchers. Yeah. Um, that's all I have, you guys. That was good. Yep. What did you find? Out of the loop! Out of the loop! Out of the loop! Out of the loop! Out of the loop!
Out of the loop! Out of the loop! Out of the loop!